I most often always am talking about personal branding for entrepreneurs and business owners who are seeking to transition into speaking, coaching, consulting, and training. But today I want to shift the focus just a little bit and talk about personal branding for the career professional. Personal branding for the career professional is just as important for those of us who are entrepreneurs. When you are developing your personal brand as a career professional, you are really cultivating your skills and really highlighting your assets so that you can matriculate to the positions for which you want to land. And today we have a special guest who is a career professional expert who can help us really understand why personal branding, even as a career professional, is so important. This is going to be another great episode of the Maximize Your Brand podcast with Markeith Brayton. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Maximize Your Brand podcast with Marquis Brayton. So excited that you're with me again this week. As you know, I'm always excited to be bringing these experts and these videos to you each and every week because I believe that they are providing value to you as you work on your personal brand, as you leverage your personal brand, and as you create the level of success that you desire in your life, and in your business. And this week, I have a very special guest. We're going to be changing the topic just a little bit away from entrepreneurship, and we're really going to be talking about intrapreneurship or career professionals. As a matter of fact, our theme for today is personal branding for the career professional, personal branding for the career professional. And I could not think of anybody better than a frat brother who I met, and he is doing a great, great work in the area of helping career professionals advance their careers. And when I thought about this topic and saw a lot of his content, I said, we got to get him on the Maximize Your Brand podcast and really talk about personal branding for the career professional. So my guest today is Larnell A. Vickers. Larnell Vickers is an experienced executive coach and talent professional within the social good impact space with over 10 plus years of experience. From one-on-one executive coaching to talent placement and talent recruitment and hiring, he has worked with nonprofits, educational organizations, and for-profits to help enhance and drive forward the strategic talent plans. Also, he has worked tirelessly to help organizations to get very clear about who, when hiring, then identify top talent that is game-changing for the organization. Currently, he serves as the CEO and founder of Larnell Vickers Enterprises, LLC, a firm position in matching a great to 
in matching great to great organizations and supporting individuals to live from their highest and best self, both in career and life. And so without prolonging that introduction, we're going to go ahead and bring Larnell into the space. Larnell, what's going on? Hey. Hello, hello. It's good to be here. It's good to be on the podcast. Thank, Thank you so you much for, for jo- joining me for, for this episode. I, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy, busy schedule. We know that you <laughs> are the man about town there in New York. I think Harlem or Brooklyn, which one is it? Harlem, New York. In yes. Harlem, New York. <laughs> well, I just gave a brief introduction of who you are. I always like the guests to kind of share a little bit more about who they are in their own words. So take it away. Yeah, no, for sure. So I'm from, born and raised from Miami, Florida. Um, so anyone who's listening who's from Miami, shout out. Um, also, I currently live in New York City now in Harlem, New York. I've been here for over eight years. Um also, I'm a Teach for America alum. I'm a proud Teach for America alum. I actually taught for two years in my hometown, Miami, Florida. Uh, it was actually through that work that I decided to actually go and start doing recruitment work for different schools and different nonprofits centered around closing the achievement gap, making sure that any student in this country was actually on a path towards college. Uh, that's kind of sparked my career into recruitment, to coaching, uh, and supporting people and creating more good in the world uh, for really to make that huge impact in the world. So that's about myself. Uh, I love to stay active. I love to work out. Uh, I love to um, see friends and just um, also enjoy good music. And so uh, definitely excited to be here on the podcast here on today and talk about career and how to brand yourself. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, Larnell is the the social light. <laughs> <laughs> out and about and and. Harlem. And I love Harlem. I love New York. I don't know if I can actually live there, but I do love to visit. So I look forward to well, making you have my to come way to visit. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm coming. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. <laughs> well, as I stated, our topic for today is personal branding for career professionals. And, you know, my first question for you today is, you know, what do you consider personal branding to be? What is personal branding when you hear the term. Yeah, I know for sure. I do think it relates back to what is the feel? Like what is the presence? What is the what are the key words that are associated to who you are as a professional? And everyone has a brand. Some people work towards building their brand and really controlling their brand image and how they want to position it in the world. And some people just have a brand. Like people already associate with you different terms and different um phrases, um, but you might know those things, you might not know those things. And so it's really about how can you be intentional around the look, the feel, uh, how it shows up, how people relate to your brand in the short and as well as in the long run. Yeah. And that's good. I like the fact that you use what terms, what keywords, what um, is your alignment, you know, because at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, your brand should speak a particular, um, to a reputation, right? What are some words that people would say when they hear your name? Exactly. And I think that's kind of deep because you you really want to understand what is it that people really think about you in the workplace as mm-hmm. a business, right? And I like 
an old saying that I used to say what personal branding is, and that is that what people have to say about you when you're not in the room. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes people have certain things to say about you when they're face-to-face with you, but do they say exactly. the same things when they're not face-to-face with you? Mm-hmm. And so it's important yeah. for us to understand what are the words that people use that are associated with who you are, that are associated with your brand. And so as a career professional, those that you help on a day-to-day basis, why is personal branding important to them as it pertains to their careers? Yeah, no, for sure. So I think the competition is at an all-time high right now. I mean, with the pandemic, with uh, people being laid off, people being furloughed, uh, people are moving across companies at rapid speeds that it's really important that people learn how to stand out, right? And sometimes people believe that, oh, wow, like how can I stand out? Like there's so many people applying for this particular role or so many people who are looking at this organization. How do I stand out? And there, there is ways to stand out, right? And so it's getting very clear around your own unique value proposition, the thing that you uniquely can give to the world. It's the actual skills and abilities and talents that you've been able to cultivate over time. Honing in on those, what's the unique thing that you and only you can actually offer to companies? Zeroing in on that and knowing how to tell the story around that. Only you have the story around your own experiences, where you grew up, what has um, helped you to understand your values, your beliefs, and how you show up. Only you only have that. And so, how do we best package that? How do we best put that together so it attracts? Not only that you're going out and applying for roles, but companies are looking to come to you because of the brand and the strong brand that you establish. All right. So it's bigger than your resume. It's bigger than your LinkedIn. It's really honing in on those all, all those movie components that really helps to strengthen your brand. Yeah. You know, my new definition for personal branding that I like to share when I'm doing a podcast or when I'm doing speaking engagements is that for me, Personal branding is one's true alignment to their purpose mm-hmm. on full display. Let me say mm-hmm. it again. I love one's that. One's yeah. true alignment with their purpose on full display, meaning mm-hmm. that there's some work that you have to do in order to be in true alignment, right? There's some work that you have mm-hmm. to do in order to know what the purpose is. And so how do you help career professionals to do some of the unearthing so that they can identify what their unique difference is and what value they bring to an organization? Yeah, no, for sure. So I think it all goes back to vision. You got to get very clear around the vision that was designed for you. Um, life gives us different clues to understand more and more about the vision for our lives, for our purpose, what we're looking to create in the world. And so getting very clear on that and understanding who you're who you're now and who you're looking to continue to become over time mm-hmm. and what does that look like, right? How are you showing up, right. right? What are the actual key messaging that you're actually sharing to your audience, to a future employer? Um, how are you actually displaying that both online, right, visually? You know, social media, We I'm not sure we're going to talk about that today, but social media is huge, mm-hmm. right? And so it's super important to have a social media presence, not where I just post pictures of my family and friends, which is nice, but you have to really get focused, mm. right? Intentional, like how do I show up on social media? How do I want to show up online, 
Like, what is it that I'm talking about? What is it that I'm sharing? And so one of the things I share with my, my clients all the time is that on LinkedIn, right, you want to be very targeted around your areas of expertise and posting that and being very intentional on a daily basis, on an ongoing basis to post that so people know and to associate you with that particular topic, mm-hmm. right? So let's say if you're an event planner, you do events, you really want it to be where you are understanding events, the newest events are coming out, how to plan events, how to execute events, how to incorporate new innovative tools into that, posting, sharing other articles, reposting other people's articles and posts, and really engaging fully in the conversation where you're connecting with folks in the industry and also leveraging your own brand and uh, increasing it, right? But before all that can happen, you got to get very clear around what is it that I'm posting? Right, right. What is it that I'm talking about? What, what really matters to me? And getting very, very clear on that, right, so that you can then build a cadence to constantly do that time and time and time again. And you'll see it, that people will attract to you. Mm-hmm. It will mm-hmm. attract your brand each and every time. Yeah, that's good, you know. And we will talk a little bit about social media right now because what, <laughs> you, <laughs> what you were talking about was creating content, curating content, sharing content that's in alignment with the direction for which you are wanting to go in, which Mm -hmm. is why it's important to have vision of what it is that you're wanting to be known for, what it is that you want to be the expert at within your industry so that when your name is said, going back to what you originally said, certain words, certain phrases, certain content, certain ways of value is associated with who you are. For example, Mm -hmm. I want people to think personal branding, uh, personal development when they say Marquise Brayton, that all the content that I'm creating is all around personal branding, personal development, purpose, you know, because I believe they all are interwoven because you can't really have a successful profitable personal brand without knowing your purpose, without always being self-aware and working on yourself so that you can Uh create the brand presence that you truly want to put out into the world. And so you mentioned social media. How do we determine what are the best platforms when I'm a career professional? Is it always just LinkedIn or can I get the same value from a Facebook, from an Instagram, from a Pinterest what say ye? <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, I love LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is like the number one tool for professionals. And mm-hmm. so definitely there's value in all platforms. But definitely if you're a career professional looking to make your next career move, definitely look on LinkedIn and create your profile. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's a couple of things I'll just like share about LinkedIn. I think that's really important. It's one is that you always want to build connections. Right. You want to build connections with people that you want to be aligned to when it comes to hiring managers, recruiters, uh, career professionals, other colleagues that you're going to be aligned to. So don't connect with everyone. Really be targeted around who you're looking to connect with and who you're looking to cultivate into your audience. Um, The second thing is your about section. So I definitely think it's really important to tell a narrative. Be personable, right? Use first person and tell more about yourself on your LinkedIn profile and your values and your beliefs and what you can offer to people. 
And the last thing I would just say is, you know, what's really cool about LinkedIn is that you can have recommendations. And so people can re- recommend you on LinkedIn so they can see, you know, the work that you've done, who's recommended you, what companies they work for, which can also shift in your profile. So, you know, those are some features I think that LinkedIn really stands out on that really help career professionals to stand out and to be a land the next role. Those are, are, are good tips. Can you kind of run through them one more time? Just those three? Yeah. So one is just around um, your about section. So making sure that uh, you're being very targeted around your narrative uh, mm-hmm. and using I statement. So first person uh, to be intriguing. Right. So it's not just a bio of some sort that just runs through all your accomplishments that you are very uh, much telling a story about who you are as a person. Um I want, I want to emphasize something there. People love narratives. Okay. Like we as human beings, like we love stories. And so the more you can tell stories in interviews or even on written form, the more powerful it can be uh, for people to engage in a read. The second thing is around the recommendation section. So being able to ask for recommendations, get folks to uh, recommend you so they can talk more about your experiences, the work that you got done. Um, the accomplishments that you have done, and as well as you can see who recommended the person. So you mm-hmm. can go to their profile and see their title. And the last thing is just around connections. So it's important to make those connections with other folks in your networks, um, but be very targeted around who you're reaching out to, who you're connecting with, um, so that it's uh, a good, strong networking um, pool of people that you're connected to and also on LinkedIn. Yeah. I want to kind of hone in on number two, because it's it's important even in entrepreneurship and business. And you're mm-hmm. saying that it's important even in a career. Why are testimonials, quote unquote, recommendations so important? Mm. Well, we need social proof. We need to know that I'm not in this alone, that someone else also believes that this person is strong, is capable, is trustworthy, uh, is consistent, will show up. Uh, so I think, you know, as human beings, we just need to know that uh, that someone else can help to validate uh, this person. So I think it's, again, across the board, it's not just for entrepreneurs who need testimonials. It's also right. for career professionals to have people who can attest to your career experiences and the work that you've done. Social proof. So social proof. We don't mm-hmm. want you to be the only testimonial. <laughs> for your business nor for your your career right we want to make sure that there's some social proof of the value that you bring which brings me to my next question because what i find um even in resumes a lot of times or uh, in people's bio they're not talking in first person nor are they really speaking to the value that they brought to maybe their previous organizations or previous uh, past employment, they're just listing kind of like tasks. Is it important to really speak to the value or the difference that you made or the uniqueness that you brought to an organization versus just listing tasks? Yeah, for sure. So I think one, and this goes across the board, have a brand statement, Mm -hmm. right? We know for a lot of business owners, they have, or consultants, they have brand statements. You as a professional could still have a brand statement. I help blank. Right. Who is that person? Right. It could be an organization. It could be a person. How do you help them? Having powerful statements that speak to how you help that particular organization or individual. And what is the end outcome? What's right. the end result? Right. right. And so like what happens when you show up? 
right? What happens when you're there doing the work? What differences make? What's a change? What's a shift? Speak directly to the result of the work, right? That's what people want to see, mm-hmm. right? And so having that uh, embedded in your about section where you start off in the first sentence, your brand statement, right? And staying firm on that and really to be able to elaborate different wins, accomplishments that backs up your brand statement, right? Right. Uh, I'll give you an example. My brand statement is I help career professionals identify their next career move, mm-hmm. right? That leads towards greater income, impact, and influence for the people that I work with, right? So I help career professionals. The way I help them is identifying, getting clear on the next move, right? And also that you know what to work on and when. And when this happens, it's going to create for you to move forward, which is going to cause for income impact, right? So thinking about who you help and how you help them and then what happens there and speaking to those wins, right? And direct testimonials of people that you've worked with. And also it's what's interesting. People sometimes also want to know, how did you get to where you're at now? So you can give some narrative around why I started off here in my career and then that's why I moved next, but more to give the thinking process around what were your, what's your thinking patterns around why you made those decisions and those different mm-hmm. moves that led you to where you're at now, right? And to again connect it back to how you can offer who you are, the offer, your services, your talents, your abilities to that organization, to that individual, and be very, very clear. You, you'll be surprised how people can be very vague um, uh, and speak in the clouds, but be very concrete, right, around the direct impact. Like when I get hired, this what this is what happens, right? If I do brand partnerships, like you hire me. You can expect to get X between X and X brand partnerships when working with me, right? So being very direct around the language. So we can tell that Larnell's passionate about being specific and direct because we sure hear we <laughs> knocking on that desk. You know, this is what you have to do. <laughs> this is what you have to do, you know, but being specific even goes in having a business and, and being an entrepreneur that sometimes mm-hmm. we, we're so general that people really don't know what you do or how you provide value or how what uh, they can, what service they can purchase from you, right? And so right. being specific helps you become the magnet to the people who will be drawn to you. That's so good. it goes for careers as well. Hey, just popping in real quick to say two things. Thank you for listening to the Maximize Your Brand podcast each and every week. And number two, I want to let you know that I am offering a brand new program called Laser Coaching with Markeith Brayton. I know you have dreams. I know you have aspirations and things that you want to do. And sometimes you just need a little bit of accountability to get you moving in the direction that you desire to go in. I can remember back in 2014, when I first got laid off my job, I had a decision to make. Was I going to pursue my dream or was I going to go back to the nine to five rat race that I just did not enjoy? And the only thing that really helped me to make that decision was that I invested in myself and got coaching. And that coaching was tremendous in my making the decision to keep going and pursuing my entrepreneurial dream of becoming a professional speaker and a digital personal brand coach. And today I want to make that same offered opportunity to you. 
that if you're ready to move to your next level, if you're ready to learn how to leverage your personal brand for a business, then this opportunity is great for you. Laser coaching with Markeith Braden. It's a three-month time frame where you get up to 15 to 30 minutes unlimited laser coaching. But there is one caveat. You have to make sure that you finish the homework from each coaching session before you schedule a new one. And once again, it is for a 90-day time frame and it's unlimited coaching, 15 to 30 minutes. You can schedule as many as you want as long as you do your homework in between the sessions before you schedule your next session. So if you are interested in laser coaching and this offer, I want you to go to markeithbrayton.com forward slash laser coaching. That's markeithbrayton.com forward slash laser coaching. And let's move you in the direction that you want to move in because sometimes you just need a little bit of accountability to help you along the way. I look forward to seeing you signing up for Laser Coaching with Marquise Braden. So as we think about the value and the content, how do I, as a career professional, who has pretty much just kind of worked for an organization, not really focused much on content or, or curating content to share, you know, what are some things that I need to be thinking about as it pertains to sharing information on LinkedIn or other platforms that will provide value to to others, but also help to set me apart uh, when it as it pertains to me going after a job. Yeah, uh, sure thing. So, I think a couple of things is this: baby steps, right? So you don't have to start posting content on LinkedIn tomorrow, right? Um, you could just start off with engaging with content online, right? Right. You can go on to different influencers, other colleagues, other folks that you follow, and to like, to comment, to engage. If you want to take a step further, you can also share their posts. Hmm. And in sharing, you can actually put a blurb or two around what about that post stood out to you. Right, and what you want to highlight for people in your audience, That's right? Good. You can start there, right, and build, right? Because one, it's like when people start seeing that you're engaging with them, they're gonna engage back or connect with you, right? Also, you're gonna start seeing just like what does work well. You're gonna start also getting ideas and concepts around. Wow, like that was a really cool post. I could this will probably help me with when I do my own post. And I know people do this, but. People will take screenshots of just good posts, good content, and just save them. And so if you need inspiration, you can always just scroll through great content, right? And use it as inspiration to create your own, right? That's good. Uh, so I, I do think that it's important to just know that this doesn't happen overnight. And then you can start with baby steps of just sharing, liking, and engaging. And at some point in time, you're going to want to write your own content and not engage with other people's content <laughs> forever. And so being able to be okay with it not being perfect, just go for it. Just go for it. I, I've seen some great content where it's like a sentence or it's a paragraph. It doesn't have to be long form. It could be very short, but super impactful. So yeah. I do think take the baby steps. It will build over time. Even for myself, like I write content, I post um, 
two or three times a week. I'm constantly writing stuff, but that's just built with time. Um, and so letting yourself start somewhere and just to build from there. I like the fact that you said baby steps because sometimes we can jump out there and try to do what we see other people doing. And so mm-hmm. when it comes to content and when you started creating content, how did you decide whether or not it was going to be, you know, writing articles or should I podcast on my industry? Should I be blogging and have my own website as a career professional uh, for an industry? Should I have a YouTube channel? Like, how do I determine what's going to be my marketing tool uh, for creating content for my career? Definitely a great question. I would say start with your strengths. Start with what you're good at. Mm -hmm. If you are a speaker, if you have have voice, right? Because Markeith has voice here, right? We hear all the time on this podcast. (laughs) So if you have that radio voice, that podcast voice, get on a podcast and start using it, right? And talking to people. If If you like engaging with people, right? YouTube might be great. Doing interviews, live interviews on YouTube. If you're a writer, there's some great writers out there, right? Use writing, right? As a tool for you to share content um if you are there's some people who just like audio or speak like actual video right mm-hmm. so you can just do audio and post it online or you can do video so i think there's different ways and forms of how to express yourself everyone has a method of how to do that for themselves it's just being clear around your strength what's the thing that you want to commit to doing and going forth from there uh for me i've always just loved writing so i would just write it kind of just pours out of me. So I just write and then I edit and then I post. So uh, it's just really speaking to just your strength and like what you enjoy. Right. Which goes back to the unearthing, which goes back to knowing who you are, which goes back to self-awareness, mm-hmm. right? I knew that I love teaching. I love speaking. I was mm-hmm. always told by other people, you know, you just have a great voice for radio or for podcasting i never really paid it much attention but the more people keep saying something the more you realize Mm -hmm. well that's a part of my brand like i need to leverage this thing that everybody's always complimenting me on and so i think that's a good place to start what are people always complimenting you on is it you speaking is it oh you wrote a great speech or you know you're so engaging You have to determine what it is that you feel like you do well. And I always like to lean towards that thing in which comes easy to you, but hard for other people. Mm -hmm. It's nothing for me to get in front of an audience to speak. It's nothing for me to turn on the video and have this mic and just start talking. Like I just have (laughs) that gift of gab where I can make you think I know something about a thing that I know nothing about. (laughs) Right. But I think it comes along with also in, being a reader and always reading things and being able to elaborate on uh, ideas or different things that um, I come across. So you have to really identify what are your strengths. And so just staying there for a little while, what do you recommend for the career professional? Are there any type of exercises or any type of assessments that you think are good for somebody to take in order to identify where their strong areas are? Yeah, for sure. I mean, let's just keep it very simple. So I think it's just looking back upon all your different experiences, right? Work experiences, 
or non-work experiences, right? If you did have internships or just mm-hmm. had other experiences, think about the skills that you utilized that you were really great at, right? Or the skills or work that you did that you really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And just like write it down, like brainstorm and write it down. And then out of all those different, different skills and experiences that you really enjoyed, pick the top one to two, right? I think a lot of times, you know, to myself, like, we can have a lot of different interests or skills or abilities or talents that we would love to have out in the world, but our world doesn't actually operate in that way. <laughs> right. You know, people need to be able to conceptualize you and understand, okay, like this is what I'm getting from you and this is what you do. Now I know that once you establish yourself, you can always grow yourself in other ways, but really establish yourself at least in one domain, mm-hmm. like one to two domains that people know you by, right? And have it tied to skills and experiences that you enjoy and that also you can continue to grow upon yeah. okay i think also it's really powerful to know that especially in our world today we focus on my areas of growth how can i get better it's just like my weaknesses but really think about your strengths and how to leverage your strengths to even push you even further along as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. you know i love um strengths finders 2.0 okay. i'm not sure if you read the book but it's a great book and it really helps identify the 34 talent themes that mm-hmm. any individual has. Mm-hmm. So identifying which themes do you have, picking those top two to three and honing in on those things and owning them, right? That could be really huge. Yeah, I love Strengths Finders. I believe my number one is maximizer. Hence, mm. maximize your brain. <laughs> <laughs> I am the type of person that I can see a thing and I'm always thinking about how do we make it better? How do we mm-hmm. get the most out of it? And that's how I am with people. Like, I don't like seeing people function below their potential, below yeah. what is available to them. And so I'm always, and really, it's a catch 22 or it's, you know, sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's not so good in people's eyes because they feel like that I can be maybe always picking, but it's not that I'm picking. It's just that I see so much more. <laughs> and I, I want you to, you know, I want you to reach towards that. But then I have to understand mm-hmm. even in that, that there has to be a desire to want mm-hmm. more. You have to personally want more. But my number one is, is maximizer. And according to the strength finders coach that I was working with at the time, that maximizer number one is uh, very rare uh, Mm. among people who have taken the strength finders test. And so I thought that was um, pretty interesting. What was your number one? I love it. Do you remember? Um, Activator. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love being a take ideas concepts Mm -hmm. and like bringing them to life i mean of course people as well like activating people's dreams and goals helping to guide support them so i think with me i think i took that i I took that probably a couple years ago and so thinking about how can i leverage that more how can i actually activate that within my own self to actually push for more of that strength to be utilized in the world and so i think with that you just see things elevate over time uh, for me. And so I do that in so many different ways, just through events, ideas, concepts, people, and to go to work from that standpoint. Nice, nice. Well, we've come close to the end, and I always like to kind of ask these uh, questions just to kind of get some insight on what you're reading and things that you enjoy doing. 
just so people can mm-hmm. know that you also are a normal, everyday person as well, <laughs> not only just a coach to some of the top career professionals. And so what is one book that you highly recommend people take time out to read? Yeah, I know for sure, for sure. There are a couple of books out there that are really good. Um, one comes to mind, it's called Never Eat Alone. Mm. Uh, that's really, really good. It's about networking. Okay. Uh, I definitely highly encourage folks to read about that. I mean, we all about we all know about networking and the power of networking, um, but how he breaks it down is super, super detailed from the interaction to what to say, how to say it, mm-hmm. how to grow your networks. Uh, and so definitely want to encourage people to check that book out. Uh, it's called Never Eat Alone. Never Eat Alone. What are you currently reading right now? What am I reading right now? So right now, um, so there's a book called by T.D. Jakes. Uh, he has a new book out. Uh, it's called Don't Drop, Drop the, the Mic. mic. Yeah. Don't Drop the Mic. Yeah. So I've started at the, I'm at the very beginning stages of that book. Uh, someone actually bought the book for me okay. uh, for my birthday. So I, I'm actually at the beginning stages of that book. And yeah, looking forward to, to reading the book. Don't drop the mic. What is the number one thing you enjoy doing for fun? I really enjoy hanging with my friends. Like I, I love my friends. So I enjoy spending time with my friends and as well as my family. Um, but like on my own, like I love working out or uh, listening to music. I love music. I love Spotify. I'm always on it. So yeah. And also I'm a swimmer. So if, okay. I, if I can't swim, I'll try to go to the pool and swim. <laughs> nice. Nice. What's your favorite genre of music? It will have to be a, a in between between like R and B and gospel. Okay. Like, yeah, I would say it's between those two. All right. Yeah. The your favorite city that you have traveled to? I would say Madrid came to mind. Madrid, okay. I loved Madrid. Yeah. What did you Madrid like? What did you like most about Madrid? Was, well, the food was amazing. And then there's also, I think it's Gran Villa, like the up and down the street there where they have all the different restaurants and food. And I just felt so lively, like the people, the culture, uh, the nightlife. Like it was just, it was great. It was, it was great. great. Also, we went from um, Barcelona to Madrid to between those two because it was like a combined experience um, mm-hmm. going from like beach water to then city life. Um so I'll say a combination between those two. Yeah. Nice, nice. And since we were talking about personal branding and the one word, what is one word that defines Larnell Vickers? Possibility. Mm. People tell me that all the time. That's why I call myself a possibility career coach. Um, it's so interesting. I, I think it's, it's amazing how I can have conversations with people and even in their darkest moments, even when they feel like there's no options or they feel like they're stuck or they feel like there's no hope, that there's always at the end of our conversations a sense of possibility that there is a tomorrow, that something can change, something will change for the better. Um, and so I'm just so proud just to be to like play that role and uh, so honored to play that role for people, just to hold space for them, to listen, to be with them, and to create the possibility in collaboration with them. So good, so good. Yeah. Well, for the last segment, what I want you to do is just look at the camera and encourage the career professional who is maybe just getting started, maybe in the middle, maybe uh, transitioning from career professional to entrepreneurship. What are the words that you would say to them at this moment? Yeah, I would say get very focused on you 
and what you offer. You are unique, you're powerful, uh, you have so much to offer to this world, and it can be very difficult sometimes because we see so many different people uh, in the country, around the world, doing so many different amazing things. But when you can hone in on your unique gifts, your unique talents, your unique abilities, and stand firm in that, uh, I promise you every single time uh, you'll see your light shine and shine so bright uh, that people will be attracted to you. They're going to want to work with you. Also, if you're looking to apply for new roles, staying firm, being confident, you're going to see yourself getting more interviews and getting more hot, getting hired for more roles. Um, so I, I would just say is that self-awareness, building up that self-awareness, being very focused around what you can give to others and staying firm in that. Awesome. Good job, man. You're doing Great. I tell you, if I were a career professional, I would hire you as my coach. (laughs) (laughs) So how can the people find out more about you, social media, where, how do they find you? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram, uh, just my name, Larno Vickers. I'm on LinkedIn. Definitely look me up, connect with me, Larno Vickers. Uh, Also my website, uh, com. You can learn about our services. We have different career programs that can help you to navigate your career. Also, we have opportunities just for you to book a call with me around getting clear around your career and what's next for you. So definitely check me out, connect, and let's stay in touch. Well, Larnell Vickers or brother, Larnell Vickers, I appreciate you joining me on this week's podcast. I know that there was some value given for those of you who are career professionals looking to move to your next as he said and he can definitely help you with that for those of you who are listening for the very first time thank you for joining in and watching or listening to the maximize your brand podcast with marquis brayton those of you who are my frequent flyers i appreciate you each and every week joining me right here for the podcast every single Wednesday. If you have not already, I want to invite you to go and leave us a review of this episode or any of the other episodes that you have listened to or watched along the way. And also, let us know how can we improve? What are some shows that you think would be good for me to host And if you have guest ideas, you can email me those guest ideas to markeith at markeithbrayton.com. That's markeith at markeithbrayton.com. And lastly, don't forget to leave us a rating. You can rate us, and we hope that you give us a five-star rating. You know, I'm always excited to be bringing this content to you, and I'm always excited that you share with me your emails and your ideas for the podcast. And so I look forward to seeing you next week with another episode. But until then, just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care.